This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Shalom Aleichem. <clears throat> this segment is brought to you by Rabbi Yehuda Shane, the administrator of Kashrus Anytime, which is a division of the Kosher Consumers Union, a 501c3 organization. We're going to address... Among other things, we'll address today the issue of potatoes. It's known potatoes. There is a controversy what Baruch you make on it. Others say Shahakal, others say Hadama. Some of them are pretty much Hadama, but there's others that come with these things basically for many, many different reasons. A potato cooker story we'll leave for the end, basically. Others don't want to eat the uh, potatoes because it's from the nightshade family, which causes, it may be, the leaves may be toxic, there may be other things over there. Then we have the issue of Bishalachim by potatoes, it's not Oyelashulchamalachim, the Arachashulchan says that it's not the Dovrachashiv, and it's not Oyelashulchamalachim, it wouldn't be Bishalachim. The Chachmasadim, on the other hand, says that it is Oyelashulchamalachim, even though they basically were in about the same period of time more or less, and, you know, it's questionable of what it is. <clears throat> then we have the question of instant mashed potatoes, which is a very interesting um, issue of Bishalakam. The potato flakes are produced, the first, the potatoes are peeled by steam injection. The steam goes into a very, very large um, a container, basically, uh, two, three stories high, and that basically so-called pops the peels off, and then it gets washed, it peels are removed from it, then the potatoes get um, cooked. And the question is with Bishalakam. So what others want to tina, or you and others tina, that it's cooked in steam, and they feel that steam is like Osham, and Osham, there was no Xeris Chazal of Bishalakam, and they say steam is the same thing as that. But when I observed in certain potato plants how the potatoes are cooked for instant potatoes, it's true that the, the heat comes originally from steam, but then as it hits the potatoes and everything, it turns into condensate, which condensate is really water, which can usually go back to the, to the boiler and be reused again, and others will use condensate, the water of condensate to use for castoring and everything, it's regular water, and the potatoes really are sitting in the bath of condensate, and that's the way it's getting cooked. So I don't think that anybody could really call that, that it's being cooked with uh, steam, even live steam, because it condensates on the potatoes, and the potatoes are laying in a bath of condensate water, and that's the way it's getting cooked. The outside, maybe the beginning, got cooked with some live steam, but the rest of it is really being cooked with that, so maybe that's not going to be a way of getting around when they want to get around this issue of Bishal Akam for potato flakes. Basically, after the potatoes are, are cooked, they're mashed, and they're mixed with an emulsifier, sometimes they're mixed with milk, etc., and then they go, get put onto large heated steel drums in a very, very fine layer. And as the drum turns and revolves, it dries the potato into um, a thin layer. 
it's peeled off with a thin knife that goes along this drum. Once it comes off like that, it basically gets shredded and it becomes instant potatoes. And in order to eat it, they used to, years ago, process it by recooking the instant potatoes with uh, with water. So there's an Avkes Reichel, in Simon Kukyud Gimbal, in Beis Yosef, that he says anything that was cooked by uh, Akum and then put into, uh, uh, you know, like dried out, that now it's not edible unless it gets cooked by Yisrael again, it was Mavatl, the visual Akum of the Goy, and now the fact that the yeet is cooking it again, even though originally when it was a potato, it was Osir, but it goes back to Hefe once it becomes a powdering after we cook it. But the thing is that now, the way they formulated it, you could reconstitute it with cold water. So, if you agree kinds of cold water, the head of Alcastrical doesn't exist. So, I brought this up to Rabbi Belsky, and he says, well, um, let's look at it that any powdered thing or dehydrated product is not an Elishulchamalochim. So, basically, it's not an Elishulchamalochim. So, what's the difference you cook it with that? So, I told him that Alcastrical disagrees with him. He says, where? So, I said, what does Alcastrical have to come with this big chiddish? <clears throat> of that because it has to be, be cooked again by Yisrael, so with no bottle, the thing of the guy, he could have said very simple, it's not all evidently it was especially if he reconstituted, etc. Now, if the drawing out process is bottle the Bishlakam of the guy, what happens now if you had talked that it was done by Bishl Yisrael with a Meshgiach? Now it gets dried out. When you reconstitute it, if you're going to reconstitute, let's say, with hot water, do you need a yeet to do it, or could a guy do it? Because it was mavatl, the thing of the guy is it now mavatl again of the yeet, and now it's basically it's an uncooked product, and when the guy is going to cook it now, it becomes, again, a cooked product, which the guy made, so even though on the can and on the bag it says bishul yisrael, but could be that it's not bishul yisrael because the the dehydration process was a bottle that thing. So basically, uh, discuss it with your rov. But if they could reconstitute with cold water, then it was a bottle that he did over there. Uh, iri most probably wouldn't make a difference because iri iri is kavashal and can be quick, but you can't call that a full cooking. Then the question turns out to be uh, potato chips. Is it the hayos that the min of potato is there is bishlaka, and so in any form you make it. Even let's say potato chips uh, is not oil even though it's made from potatoes that the min is oil will be considered this that it's oil and because of the min, and you would require bishul yisrael by potato chips as well. So Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky in uh, in his Emes Liyakov, he says that it uh, requires bishul yisrael. The Moshe Feinstein has in, uh, in his trip also. Also held that it requires bishul yisrael. They said the potato chips really would require bishul yisrael. Going back on the potato flakes, you must have a proper ashkacha. Besides the fact of the bishul yisrael part, uh, you've got to be aware of the emulsifiers and other things that they may add to the uh, potatoes uh, that makes potato flakes can be serious shallows of bishul yisrael. And don't forget, there's also amphetamine they put in when they're cooking the potatoes. That shouldn't foam up, etc. So those things also have to be addressed, uh, which we skipped before. Then the question is, uh, by potato chips, 
Um, they also have a tumbler that puts on all different kind of seasoning after it comes out of there, which is basically the seasoning is put on hot, so really the tumbler would have to be kosher as well if you're going to do a Bishel Yisrael potato chip uh, production. Then the question is, do you have to change the oil for the Bishel Yisrael? Is it the bleas that are in the oil from Bishel Akum? Uh, is that sufficient or not? So the question is, when you do it in one of these companies, you know, the Allah is that if you had the Bishel Yisrael was done in and you want to do now Bishel Yisrael, do you have to change the oil? So uh, the place, the general uh, opinion of the place can be that you don't have to change it. But if a uh, if a Ashgach agency as the OU is relying on the fact that if it's done in a company they're using that as a heter uh, that uh, you don't need any uh, bishul yisrael on that so now the oil really is not even bishul yisrael more, but basically they hold up from the smut you have to change the oil or not etc. And it was um the who was it it was um Tartik made a production by Lay's potato chips so they put on some zingy bits, everything is Bishel Yisrael, etc. Which I, and they, uh, I questioned them, if they cautioned, they said, yes, they cautioned. I said, how do you caution a big tumbler? They said, with a big torch, which I know Lace wouldn't let them use a big torch, and even if you use a big torch, the angle that the tumbler is in, the amount of heat that will come back in your face when you're using a regular full um, uh, settling torch uh, to caution it, basically, you wouldn't be able to stand from the heat, so had they cautioned, I don't know. But then my other question to him was that the criteria of lays is that you, I asked him if there's any shyness of kasha, so it's only that he kasha because of bishlakim, he says only because of bishlakim, the oils is much, everything is fine over there, it's an OU company and they had no problems, but just because of bishlakim, he felt that he wants to kasha it. So I told him, but lays requires you to use 20% of reused oil that they had before. So in Azai, Shishim is 1.6, and if you're using 20% of the previous oil, which was Bishalakam oil, what did you help with your whole um, kashering, the tumble and the oil and everything else? You see, you spent that time, uh, had the downtime and the equipment and everything else like it, but you're back to, to square one, but if you have 20% that's, that's reused oil, what did you have gained by it? I told him you might be better off doing it, doing it differently. The lays shuts down every um, every two weeks to do a full cleanup. So you should have your mashgiach should go down after they finish the cleanup, start up the equipment at that time, and then any time in the middle that you want to have, so at least you know that everything basically is is basically strong from what you started up with clean equipment. And any time you t- you decide in the middle of the two weeks, so you'll have them close it down again and then start it up again, and you could have definitely a much better bishul hakam a bishul yisrael. Than what you have now with using the 20% of the oil. This way you have all the oil they have over there was. I said, but you know, check through the facts with them of what it is. But basically, it'll be a considerably cheaper for your company, whoever is doing it, because there's no downtime, there's no cash from company, there's nothing. You're just flipping up the switch of the boiler. Uh, there's a company located in Lakewood, uh, Golden. It's called also the main company name is called Old Fashioned Kitchen. They make a lot of um, potato latkes, and that's one of the big things called potato pancakes. So the, there's a mishkir that goes down there, basically for the last 45 years, he goes down every day to turn on the equipment. So it's always basically Bishel Yisrael Ramah, all of the um, potato pancakes from them is Bishel Yisrael Ramah. It's also um, Yashan, 
and uh, the sweet potato one is acceptable, the regular potato pancake one is acceptable, and uh, Trader Joe's makes the potato latkes there also, so those also would be basically strong, and they would be acceptable. Using uh, pre-peeled potatoes for Pesach might be an issue, because as a preservative, they'll put on their citric acid or other things they have in it, and, and sometimes when they peel it, they may have anti-foam on it, so that also has to be with a proper hashgacha and pre-peeled potatoes, even though you think it's maybe not even on it. Pre-peeled carrots, the small baby carrots pre-peeled, sometimes the preservative they put onto it is dairy. So you have to make sure that it's under a proper hashgacha and there's no D or D or anything else like that. A number of years ago, there was somebody who wanted to sell uh, frozen pizza from a um, person who wanted to sell frozen pizza to shop right over here. New Jersey area that the shoprights belong to um, an Arab family, the Sakers. He tried getting an appointment with the one that takes care of freezer space over there, and he just couldn't get an appointment. He tried a few different methods, couldn't do anything. So he called me up and he asked me, could you maybe get me an appointment? I said, I'll try. I said, I don't know the person personally, but I know some people there. I called up to make the appointment. I called this guy, um, Al. And he says, okay, he says, I'll give you an appointment, uh, Rabbi Shane. It's going to be for Friday, 12 o'clock. I felt very hurt by that because basically, you know, you know, we're firmer people. These other people are coming from Borough Park. It's true, it wasn't in the, in the winter, but basically, you know, it's, you got to get back to work. But that's, that's what it is. So I um, called up the people. I said, you know, be there at a quarter to 12. The thing will be at 12 o'clock, the meeting. Fine. I called up the mashgiach uh, that took care of the shoprite, the kosher experience department, etc., Rabbi Moshe Chomsky, and I asked him, what kind of person is this Al? So he says, he's a Shano Pirish. He learned in Tervedas years ago, but he went off to Derach, and that's the kind of person he is. I said, is anybody else working in the shoprite office that um, was Chaskalo Frum or from the people there? He says, two other girls that were originally Yaakov girls, they're also Shano Pirish. I said, okay. I call up this person that I want to bring in the pizza over there, and I tell him that I'd like him to bring his wife also. So the wife gets onto the telephone. She says, Rabbi Shane, I do prepare for people meals for Shabbos, and it's hard for me to leave my house. So I said, your daughters are old enough. They've been working with you for all these years. They'll take it over, but it's, I think, important for you to come to this meeting. Okay, they came here quarter to 12. I decided that... I'm going to bake a fresh small potato kugel, and I'm going to get there 5 to 12, which I did. I had it in a box, and I opened up the box. I had knives, forks, plates, everything was in there. Kugel was cut up. It sent a beautiful out uh, of Shabbos aroma in the place, and the girls asked, but I, uh, Chomsky, do I smell potato kugel? And he says, yes. They said, but I have a piece. And uh, basically, uh, they got a piece, and then we sat down at the meeting, and gave the owl a piece of the potato kugel, and everybody ate, and everybody went, and after about 10-12 minutes, Al says, look, Rabbi Shane, I know that these people are here from New York, they have to get back to there. They're in. All the little details and everything else like it, I'll work out with you, with them, whatever else it is, but, you know, let them get back, but basically it's in. And uh, my rationale was like this. Everybody, years ago, grew up on Friday afternoon on potato kugel. And I knew that that's going to bring him back some memories from the days that uh, that he remembers when he was in Tervatas and a younger boy in his family that grew up with potato kugel. And it's going to have to have an effect on him, a positive effect, 
that will want to deal with another form of yid in a different oifin because it, it, it's it's only in the pinnacle of yid. And evidently it worked, and uh, he says, you know, you're in. Uh, when Monday, when the Italian manager of the place, Carl Montanaro, he asked him, he said, Al, how the, you know, nobody else could get in with you, and, you know, and Rabbi Shane, was that just splits just because of a piece of potato cookle? He says, well, you know, Rabbi Shane is very much on the level. Whatever he t- tells me, anybody who brings in is in, because nothing is under the table. He's very straightforward, and everything is fine. Lo and behold, goes by approximately a year on a Thursday. Uh, this fellow in his upper 50s, uh, Al, had a massive heart attack in the office. And they called uh, the local ambulance squad by the time they came, it was too late. His levi was at 12 o'clock Friday over here in Lakewood. That's where they made a levi. In the stretch limo was the Saker brothers, the, the owners of ShopRite, the, the Arabs, the Arab family, and Carmantanaro, and the other ones, the big cheeses were all there. And Carmantanaro, he says, oh, what Al wouldn't do now for another piece of potato cover from Rabbi Shane. You saw how it, it got into them all that this was the potato cover. But basically, a little bit after that, we started making over here a number of potato covers on Friday. We give out the neighbors to Mishpacha, to others, and this and that. And uh, Baruch Hashem, you try to keep up this tradition. Our people, we grew up in potato kugel, have Friday, as of Shabbos, potato kugel. It definitely has an effect. And the minhagim that we have in Kal Yisrael, people shouldn't change. Keep up with the minhagim. Keep up with these things. Our people, and definitely will help keeping everybody together, it'll bring them back the memories and everything else like it, and cultural will continue at another time.